Hello everybody and welcome back to Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, the world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just Smooth by Santana. They are back. The dynamic duo has come back for episode number two. It is Jordan and Lee. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. We are great. Gosh, this is a long time coming. You guys were uh, one of the first and now, you know, you had to watch everybody else do their thing and... The people were asking for you. They were ready for a return. So Got to give the people what they want. I think yeah. you can bring. Now we can be one of the last. I'm, I mean. No, we're not. We're not. Do you have a problem with the show? You think it should end? Or is that like. Uh, oh, no. I, I didn't tell you, did I? No. I'm About. Never mind. Well, anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining and uh, talking about uh, the one song that's on everyone's mind at all times. But have you guys listened to it? Have you guys put it on the loop to prepare yourself for this episode? Yes. Or no? What was the correct answer to the question? There was no correct answer. Oh, that's right. There's only Smooth by Santana. No winners, no losers. That's exactly it. No one ever references the opening line. But it's okay. That's all good. You guys ready to jump in some music? Oh, let's go straight into it. I'm beyond ready. All right, well, in 2020, scientists have discovered that Smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With the help of my guests, we'll listen to every song that has ever been made and decide whether or not it's better or worse than the Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified into two categories. Here are the rules. I'll go through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. After listening to each one of the songs, it is up to the guests to decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas and Matchbox 20. If the song is better, the guests will say, man, it's a hot one. If the show is worse, the guests will say, forget about it. One of those options must be chosen by the guests, but if the guests are able to elaborate, they are allowed to by choosing a softer, hard option. For example, if the song is much better, they can say that is a hard, hot one, or slightly worse, they can say a soft, forget about it. However, since we have two guests today, I will not accept two answers. You guys will have to duke it out and decide once and for all what it will be. Fight to the death. We may not have any. My dukes are ready. We may not have any ties. We may, you know, you may agree on everything, but you know, there could be just that one song. I have a question. What's up? How awkward do you think it is to like be a part of a band as the lead singer and like the focal point and to be like, hey guys, I'm going to record this song and go make a lot of money with this other musician, but like y'all not invited. <laughs> oh, it's also Santana. Oh, we love Santana. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, like that, uh, he didn't invite you. You know that Family Guy <laughs> meme where they put all their hands in and Peter's like, nope, nope, not you. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> and the song will be played for you at home. So you can play along and email us that man, it's a hot one. Your opinions as well as song suggestions and whether or not you think they are better or worse than Smooth by Santana. Yeah, please give us some feedback on our opinions. We would love to hear it. And then tell argue why you were wrong. <laughs> especially, yeah, especially if you disagree with them. You know, you guys, you don't want the, oh, I agree with you. No, no, no. You want some fire in the veins. You want an opportunity to flex that music muscle of oh, yours. We want to hear who disagrees so we can fix it. And avoid them for the remainder of. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have two options. <laughs> and put you in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Agree or avoid. I like that. 
You guys ready for song number one? Let's do it. All right, song number one is a 2001 pop rock track. It is Jobs of Jupiter, Tell Me by Train. Oh, oh, no. She's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. She acts like summer and walks like rain, reminds me that there's a time to change. Since the return of her stay on the moon. She listens like spring and she talks like June Drops of Jupiter, Tell Me by Train. The song was the lead single from Train's second album, also titled Drops of Jupiter. The song reached the top five on the Billboard Hot 100 and was nominated for five Grammy Awards, winning two, including Best Rock Song. <laughs> <laughs> the song is currently considered one of Rock Train's is most dead. <laughs> one of Train's most popular songs. Apparently it's been dead since whenever this song was nominated for that Grammy. So Lee and Jordan, is it better than it's moved by Santana? Well, apparently, first. Rock died in 2001. That's the year we got here. Um, but don't let that don't let that uh, that opening statement convince you that we hate this song. Um, we talked a lot, a lot, a lot as it was playing, and I think we're missing out on a lot of good podcast material there because it was a uh, it was a good discussion. But um, forget about it. But it's a soft forget about it because. I think Jordan described this song better than I, I could, but I'm go, I'm giving it a solid 4.9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how did we describe mm-hmm. it? I described it as I expect to hear this song every time my mouth's open at the dentist. Like I, ex- <laughs> I expect to hear it. it um, oh my gosh. This, this, song, this song is a forget about it. This, this song is playing while, while you've got the like... And yep. yep. Thing going on. It, yeah, yeah. The the instrumental on a song is not bad, but it's such a nonsense song. It it really is. It's pretty cringy at times too. Well, I'm, I'm gonna break down some of these lyrics real quick. Um, can you imagine no first dance, freeze dried romance, five hour phone conversation, the best soy latte that you ever had in me? I never knew those were the lyrics, but. but like that, that's 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 pretty nonsense. And there's also the deep fried chicken line that's just kind of thrown in there for no reason. I don't really get that. I love fried chicken, but it does not fit this song. Uh, anyways, yeah, I feel like if it wasn't as popular as it became, I wouldn't mind it as much. But it's one of those whenever you hear it, you never, you're just like uh, <laughs> skip it, and you're never excited to hear it. It is the definition of a 4.9, slightly below par. So forget about it. So would this be a song where, let's just say, you know, you're at a party, it comes on, 
is that a go straight and change it or can you you stop it's one it? of those where it's like it's playing in the background but you kind of tone it out in your head either, either that or if the party's already rolling you've got a room full of white girls just like seeing this at the top of their lungs kind of like don't stop believing but better than don't stop believing but I don't know. We say all these negative things about it could that just tip the scale, you know, from 5.0 to 4.0. Yeah, it's getting worse the more I talk about it. But and, – and for me, it was the, the nah, nah, nah thing they got going on because oh, that's yeah. just what you do when you don't have any more lyrics but you don't want your song to end yet. Um, any and, nah, uh, nah, nah or whoa, get that out of my face. Yeah, it's rare that I'll enjoy that. We say all that though, but I, I got I gotta say as we were listening to it, you know, I, I, I was wanting to sing along. I, I, maybe the song you just know like, it. It's just like engraved yeah, in your head. Yeah, it's uh, that's the pinnacle of mediocrity. If that's not an oxymoron. Would you but, say uh, um, this one point nine? Well, all right. We'll start off with song number one, getting a forget about it. Sorry about that, train. We're moving on to song number two. It is a 1974 symphonic rock song. It is 1985 by Wings. Two, that was 1985 by Wings. The song comes from Wings' hit album, Band on the Run. The song itself was actually never performed live by Wings, but was later performed by McCartney in his later solo tours. The song was remixed in 2016 <clears throat> and was nominated for a Grammy that year for Best Remix Recording of a Non-Classical Song. So, Jordan Lee, is it better than Smooth by Santana? All right, I've gathered my thoughts on this. I have what I like and what I don't care for. For one, uh, yeah, like Lee said, it's not Paul McCartney's best performance. But at the same time, when you have a, an instrumental that's that hot, you're not listening to that song for the vocals. You got to let that thing just roll. Uh, it did remind me of a classic. Uh, I don't, I don't want to necessarily compare it to this classic, but this is kind of what it made me think about. Like Trampled Underfoot by Zeppelin. Or you're hearing, you're grooving, and you're just listening to that beat, and you get lost in it. But at the same time, the song does kind of overstay its welcome. Where you're like, that could have definitely been maybe a minute, minute and a half shorter. So when you have something that's riding a hot beat like that, I feel like I want it a little bit more compact and not stretched out. Whereas like with this though, there are some added instrumentals. There's a guitar at the end, there's a synth, and it does kind of keep it coming, keep it guessing. 
But overall, man, I think it's a hot one. Wait, I had a question for you, but my brain just shut down. <laughs> oh, what was it? Oh, well, I'm not just going to let silence sit here for a while. Uh, I'm going to agree that it's a hot one. And it's a hot one. Um, and agree with pretty much everything Jordan just said. Um, the trampled underfoot vibe. The, um, and honestly, that that's something that uh, Smooth by Santana taps into a little bit, mm -hmm. but I don't think it does it nearly as effectively as 1900. It's a, it's a beat you can walk it's, to. Yeah, it's you walking down the sidewalk, you're walking yeah. fast, you kind of... There's this one... I actually <laughs> it's have a Saturday a Night Fever. I have a Spotify playlist. <laughs> Of songs that make me feel like that, which I really need to update. Feel like you're in a movie or something when you're. Yeah, like if I put in headphones and I walk down the street like that, I'm like, I'm swagging. I, the, the place <laughs> yeah. is called Strutton, and it's like, and I made the picture. Uh, Y'all probably will never get this reference, but it's from SpongeBob. This very specific thing. I don't even remember what episode it was. That weird but episode. He's, he's no, he's walking to the Krusty Krab. And, oh. and like, there's this one thing, like his legs are super long for some reason. He's making this kind of funny. Anyway. Dude, I kind of creeped I'll me out when I was a kid. I know what you're talking about. When I was a kid, I get, kind of got a little scared by it. Oh, where is it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to show it to y'all because I know I can find it pretty quick. Dude, when I do I hear something like this, I do just there imagine John Travolta in a suit strutting the stuff. This. Yeah, it kind of creeped me this, out. That's exactly what, what yeah, it was. Y'all knew what I was talking about? Okay. Anyway, it taps into that. Does a little better than smooth at doing so. Um, like Jordan said, I, I, I felt Paul McCartney's vocals could have uh, they, they left something to be desired there. But I also agree that it's it's not that's not the end of the world for this song because as I'm listening, like I was just sitting there drumming along on the table and because that's some some insufferable thing I do. But ah, it's just fantastic. I really, really enjoyed this song for the first time that I'm ever hearing it. You know what this kind of reminded me of too? It, like I feel like if the vocals were better, I'd put it on par with Layla. Yeah, because the vocals is what sets Layla over the top. That's true. Yeah, and are those are any of the same band members involved in that? Because Layla was Clapton, wasn't it? Yeah. Are any like are there, is there an overlap there? I don't know who the who. I mean, Clapton what, what played on the White Album. I don't know who was. So. I have no idea who was in Wings. At all. So. Oh, it was uh, Linda and just some other people. No one, like, major. Like, I mean, yeah, they're great musicians, but, like, not massive household names. So it's okay. Linda McCartney, his which, wife at the time, and Paul. Which is why it doesn't surprise me, which is why I've never heard the song. But, yeah, it's a hot one. It's hot. Gotcha, gotcha. And compared to some McCartney stuff from, like, his Beatles days, let's, you know, let's <clears> probably talk about, like, Abbey Road era. Do you think that would kind of fit in with that? Or could you notice maybe a change in sound from... Uh, what McCartney did with the Beatles. Oh, it's definitely di di uh, different. I would compare it closely. I don't, I don't really know what I would compare it to. I mean, the White Album is pretty experimental for the, the Beatles, but definitely polar opposites of Abbey Road. Interesting. Because Abbey Road, you kind of know what you're getting start to finish, you know? <laughs> the White Album's con that's a that's a drug-inspired album for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff. All right, so we'll go on to a hot one with song number two. We are at 50%. We're moving into song number three. It is a 2005 ska punk song. It is Unstoppable by the Planet Smashers. Ska punk is always a good time. This I dig. That is a great punk name. <laughs> <laughs> I have no alibi. I have no need for one. I'll fest to one. 
That was Unstoppable by the Planet Smashers. The Planet Smashers are a ska band from Montreal, Canada. The group currently has 15 albums, beginning with their first release in 1994, and they are still performing live in the Quebec area to this day. So, Lee and Jordan, is it better than it's moved by Santana? I have a love-hate relationship with ska punk. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> I don't know about it. Um, I've never been much of a punk guy. Frankly, uh, I get it. I appreciate it. I don't particularly enjoy it. Um, the punk attitude and everything, I think it's important for rock. And it's, it's good that it's there. And a lot of punk songs are fun. But punk vocals, I've never once heard any like song that can like strongly identify as punk where I enjoy the vocals. And that's, that's important. That's, like a, that's, a, that's a key factor there, but it's not the only one, which is why I have this love-hate relationship with ska punk, because ska punk brings in all this fun stuff going on. <laughs> I am a sucker for anything remotely brass. Um, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for just like any integration of different instruments to make a, a, a somewhat new sound or blending things in a way that's actually aesthetically pleasing and not just for the sake of blending. And ska punk does that really well. This song in particular, I was, I was vibing listening to it. Um, and the lyrics themselves seem to have some amount of depth. I, I need to spend a little more time with them, but it, it, seemed, it, it seemed valuable. The vocals drove me nuts. But I think all things considered, I'm able to say, man, it's a hot one. But not by a whole lot, because Smooth by Santana, Santana, Santana. <laughs> is smoother than this Ooh, song. Oh, yes. yes. Um, especially with Rob Thomas's sweet crooning voice. But um, and that Spanish still, line that he throws in there. Even still, the fun, the the fun thrown in, and the 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 somewhat depth of meaning thrown in to, I already forgot the name of the song, is what makes it a hot one. As a guy that's currently wearing a shirt for a punk band, uh, here's my answer. Uh, hmm. So whenever I, I hear Scott Punk, I kind of immediately get turned off by it. Like, I'm never going to really choose to listen to it. You know what this song, like, reminded me of? There's always that one Scott Punk song that's in a video game, like a Madden or something. It's just thrown Tony in Hulk. the air and you're just yeah, like, later. and you know it when you hear it <laughs> and when you first hear it. So I, I've played my uh, my 12th season of NCAA 05 on my PlayStation 2. <laughs> There's a Scott Punk song in there. And I remember when I first started playing the game, I'm like, oh, I cannot stand this song. But then the more you listen to it over and over again, the more you kind of like, oh, I kind of dig it. It does have a vibe to it. And it's also the beauty of punk is any member of the band can just start singing the vocals and it doesn't really matter because it's not supposed to be great. Uh, but it is pretty catchy. It had a pretty good vibe to it. Uh, yeah, I'll say it's a hot one. Man, it's a hot one. 
Oh, yeah. wow. No arguments yet. No arguments yet. Well, you had me thinking maybe we were about to have one. I, I was really torn on this one. I barely set this one over as a hot one. Yeah, it's another close one. It, it barely crept over that midway point. Interesting. Do you feel like it would get, let's say you're having a bad day. Do you think that? I would be pissed off if I heard this <laughs> one. better say it smooth, though. <laughs> All right, because I was going to say, like, uh, you know, in a different circumstance, could this, you know, be knocked down to really forget about it, considering how close it is? Or I think it's pretty solidified in its positioning in the realm of music. Uh, you know, if you put me in a, and this is probably the true of every single song that's ever existed, but if you put me in a room full of people who are going crazy over the song, especially if they're people I disagree with on a lot of things, and like, dude, you got to hear it. It's so good. It's like this underground thing you've never heard. And they sit me down and make me listen to this song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could, it, could, it could put me over the edge. But honestly, you could do that with just about any song that I've never heard before. So still that one. Okay. Interesting. Interesting take. Good stuff. We are going into song number four. We're getting close to the halfway point of this episode. It is a 2017 alternative Ooh. pop song. It is We Like It by Computer Games. We Like It by Computer Games. Computer Games is a pop duo originating from San Francisco. The group is comprised of brothers Chuck and Darren Chris, who have been playing music together since they were in high school. Darren is a well-known actor and singer, having performed in two Broadway productions, had a main role in the TV show Glee, and won a Golden Globe and Primetime Emmy. So, Lee and Jordan, is it better than Smooth by Santana? I have a sidebar question first. What was y'all's favorite computer game in, like, middle school? Computer games are at their peak. I like Sue Tycoon, and I like Backyard Baseball. Ooh, Backyard Baseball. Oh, I remember Backyard Baseball. I I can't think of it. It's going to come up later. I'm just going to be like, oh, this game. I really really (laughs) love it. But I loved Miniclip and Addicting Games. Those were the spots for me. I really love World's (laughs) Hardest Game. Uh, This is a very easy forget about it. It it didn't really take much thought. This is Bubblegum Pop. It tastes good at first, but the more you chew it, the worse it gets. It's 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 one of those songs where you don't really know who's singing it because it's so overproduced, but it doesn't really matter because it's not about nothing. There's just no effort put into it. It feels like it's an industry plant being forced down the throat, <laughs> which is exactly what's wrong with pop music. But at least good pop music has effort put into this, and this does not. Forget about it. I don't want to hear it ever again. <laughs> Want to be One Direction hit ass. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, forget about it. Yep. I don't think I'm quite as harsh on it 
because um, I'm trying to address my biases against biases against um, pop in general or like you know corporately driven not low effort but just formulaic pop but this one just just doesn't do anything to, to rise above that. there's no effort put into this song Smooth by Santana has 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 a little something to it, you know? It's just this Yeah, this is like, hey, maybe if we just do the exact same thing One Direction did, the exact same way they did it, it just not as well. And you just pray that someone four years it's later, it'll it'll blow up. And <laughs> thankfully I don't think it did. Um I'm glad you didn't tell me about Glee and everything until afterwards, because I just I have an unfair presumption against anything associated with Glee. <laughs> Mainly because it's just, I don't, actually don't know why. I think it's another one of those fandom things where it's just people were annoying about Glee when it was a big deal, so I just have to hate it. I will but, say this. Uh, this does not sound like it's sung by someone who plays computer games. Yeah. So I was very thrown off when I heard it. Yeah, I expected something a lot more hipstery. Um, but yeah, forget about it. So you forget about it, so no arguments there. <laughs> forget about it. All right, so we'll have another forget about it. I believe we are two for two. On both sides, we're 50% going into the halfway point of the episode, so good job. Right. Let's start arguing. There, gang. <laughs> song number five is a 2020 power pop song. It is Craigless Bed by Tiny Stills. This Craigslist bed is all I can afford since we split our lives in two. Song number five, that was Craigslist Bed by Tiny Stills. Tiny Stills is a three-piece pop band from Los Angeles, California. The band currently has two studio albums with their most recent album, Laughing Into the Void, being released in 2018. <laughs> the group has opened for numerous alternative acts, including Motion City Soundtrack, which is a pretty big alternative group. So, Jordan Lee, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Forget about it, but... I, I am, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. You enjoyed it a little more than you thought you would. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> so, right off the bat, so the song is called Craigslist Bed. Correct. Uh, at one, at one, and only one point in the entire song is Craigslist Bed said, and it's the first lyric right off the bat. <laughs> And, uh, and it's one of those songs where the vocals come in immediately. So I was like, whoa, okay, that's the song. <laughs> um, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> He's so torn. I really, no, I'm not, I'm not torn. Like, it's just forget about it. But I'm, I'm, I'm just... 
confused by the by what we've heard today. Um, so it's it's really really intense lyrics about twisting the knife and all this stuff, but it's got this Disney cheerful. Um, sassy girl Avril Lavigne vibe going to it uh, but the the lyrics are so direct it's like the chord I'm so alone and lonely I feel like no one really knows me like there's no there's no symbolism there's no analogies or allegory no it's just, it's just a song just for ten year olds Lee <laughs> yeah no that's the thing that's the weird thing it, it feels like it has clearly been written for 11 year old girls but at the same time it's like dark and and but but it says this craigslist bed is all i can afford since we split our lives she had to buy a new bed because her boyfriend took the bed so so like this isn't you know a kid singing this and i'm also mess it's also messing with my head because it's formulaic avril lavigne wannabe kind of thing but at the same time it's it doesn't seem to have been made by Disney or by like some huge record label trying to push sales like the song we were just talking about. It seems like it was like this band saying, this is what we want to do. And, uh, <laughs> but they still produce this. And then, and then they've got this, they've got this, this, uh, this, this bridge with like where the things kind of fade out. And then they, they repeat lyrics as if they're building to like something really heavy. But then they just casually go from that straight into the chorus with like no build and drop, nothing. Just, they just carry on. And I, uh, tell me what went wrong. 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 That's what I'm saying to this band as they writing this song. And that's what the band is saying in their bridge, right? As they go right back into their uninspired chorus. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I feel like it is a hard forget about it. All right. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat, too, because this is like a Disney Channel song that you can't put on Disney Channel. Because <laughs> the, the lyrics are a little too, like, a little too much, which I'm kind of like, kind of makes it cool. It's a little edgier. <laughs> but at the same time, this is that song that, like, 11-year-old girls in, in, like, the sixth grade, they're bumping after their uh, one-week relationship ended and the boys are also bumping, but they're not telling nobody because <laughs> it's not cool to like it. Neither of the parents understand. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's all, but it's also one of those songs that's like, uh, it's, it's a Radio Disney song or like I could tell exactly where the song was going. So like what that bridge was building to at the end, I'm like, I, I know where we're going. <laughs> yeah. you, you can just tell right away. So uh, I feel like if you're not over the age of 12, you can't listen to this. So in that sense, I'll say forget about it. But it's really not awful, I guess. Okay, we, we agree once again to forget <laughs> yeah. about it. To forget about it. All right, we're going to song number six, which is a request. I got a text yesterday from a Stephanie Clavin saying that. Who? Uh, have you heard of a good old Stephanie Clavin? Oh, wasn't she that Vine star? Yeah, back in very, high school days. Very, I think I, I think I went to her house once or twice. Whatever happened to her? I don't know, man. Maybe uh, engaged. I heard that. So now yeah. she's got this weird podcast getting recorded in her house at her kitchen table. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Well, good old Stephanie Clavin requested a song for you too. It is a 2013 electro pop song. Um, 
<laughs> it is The Love Club by Lord. I'm in a click, but I want out. It's not the same as when I was punched in the old days, there was enough. The card games and knees with the bitter soul of blood I was in but a one out My mother's love is choking me I'm sick of words that hang above my head What about the kid? It's time the kid got free six that was the love club by lord requested by stephanie clavins shout out stephanie the song comes from the love club ep which was lord's debut release the ep peaked at number two in the new zealand and australia album chart the ep also features royals which is one of lord's most notable songs so leanne jordan is it better than smooth by santana Alrighty. uh for one i think this is a fantastic album i think the production on it is I, don't know, I think it's just stellar to listen to. I really enjoy it a lot. Uh, what I really do love about Lord is that it's it's always like really good instrumentals. It's always nice and smooth, and like her lyrics always do carry a significant weight. It's like the opposite of what we just listened to. It's <laughs> it's a lot of the same concepts but it makes you think about it and decipher it a lot more she doesn't have to be so on the nose about it. yeah because a lot of it is like very sarcastic like false realities and i really really do enjoy that in her music writing and man the love club man just everyone desiring i think it's just high school like the concept of high school everybody just trying so hard to fit in into the clubs and with these group of people to think that you know, they will finally find friendship and longing for that friendship and that connection and being popular. But in reality, and being that group, like some of those people are the most alone people, you know, and that struggle, man, I like it. It's a hot one. Oh, he says it's a hot one. Um, I am still torn. And as I talk through this, I think I'll give my verdict at some point and mm, figure it out. Interesting. Um, but I agree with a lot of what Jordan's saying. Um, I think a lot of this is just about my own personal opinion about this song in particular. Most Lord songs, even though I don't really listen to her stuff, I get where she's going and what she's doing. Um, and most Lord songs are called a hot one. I call hot ones. This one we I have to talk more about. Um, I agree that it's high production value and that there's like, she, she does a good job of, of saying all the things that your typical teen pop song will say without having to be so on the nose. And I think that's- It's less key. in your face. Yeah. And that's the key to the difference between this and the, the last song we listened to. It makes it a lot more palatable. 
Yeah, like there, there's a little bit of depth to it, and I think this kind of cuts both ways. So sometimes in music, being more specific with what you're saying can make it makes it less relatable for any listener because it's just like, well, yeah, sure, that's your story. Um, but sometimes it can go the other way, where like if you're super duper specific, um, it like more accurately portrays the 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 feeling you're trying to evoke and express. Um, and the listeners can relate to that, which is why I think Olivia Rodrigo and why I brought her up a minute ago, because um, I thought that was what Steph was going to recommend, which is why I personally like what she does. Um, and Alex started making fun of me because, <laughs> because how can I like her, but then say so many awful things about the last song we listened to. And I think the big difference here um, is that she taps into something a little more real by being, by going full on, full, like, Head first with the specific. Um, as long as you're on one extreme and you're not just like, I'm specific about what I feel, but not why I feel it. Or yeah. like, you know, I'm not leaving the, the, the listener any room for interpretation. Like, you, you got to go one way or another, right? And Lord goes the opposite way from Olivia Rodrigo. She, you can see where she, what she's getting at, something to do with the high school friendship stuff and all that. And, and, and I get that. This song in particular, I was like, yeah, this sounds great. I, I guess I'm enjoying it. But to be frank, I think Smooth by Santana sounds great. And I do enjoy it. Um, but okay, I just came to my verdict. Because of that added element of depth, I'm going to say it's a hot one as well. And it's a hot one. Yes, sir. So we are four for four agreeing with everything. That was five for five. That was uh, so that was six for six. Oh, what, six, six. We're on a roll. Man, time flies. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Time flies when you're. That was a close one though. Being on music. Yeah. That was a close one. I, 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 I said it when we were listening to the song. I was like, maybe I'll just disagree with whatever Jordan says, <laughs> just to just to up the ante a little bit. But what you don't see is when these songs are playing. We're we're listening. Like we're, we're reading the lyrics. We're looking into it. Yeah. We're not just. Hey, I like that song. Yeah, you see, we're not just gonna hate everything pop you bring you throw at us. If there's depth to it, we'll we'll get into it. Gotcha, I gotcha. Well, we got two more songs What's left. We got two more songs left. We got another hot one there. Let's see if we can keep this trend going with song number seven. And uh, I don't know if I was doing this whenever you guys were on last time, but song number seven is reserved for newer songs by currently popular artists. You know, something where we just kind of see, okay, how does this new track compare to the hits that we know from them already? And this one is a 2021 singer-songwriter pop song. It is Last Train Home by John Mayer. Interesting. Let me go I'm running 
Song number seven, that was Last Train Home by John Mayer. The song comes from John Mayer's Last Train Home EP, which features songs from his upcoming album, Sob Rock, which will release this July. Recording for the album began in 2017, with the album's original release being in April 2021, before being delayed. John Mayer is also a member of the supergroup Dead & Company, which features members of Grateful Dead, who will be going on tour this August. Of course. So if you're someone who likes both John Mayer and Grateful Dead, <laughs> go check that out. So, Jordan Lee. Lee and Jordan. Is it better than Smooth by Santana? We gotta address the elephant in the room. John Mayer, get your lawyers ready. Toto's gonna be coming for that ass. <laughs> Floor is yours, Lee. I gotta look into the case law on this one in terms of whether whether uh, <laughs> whether Toto can come, can come for, for John Mayer here, but but uh, I'm studying for the bar right now, so wait until October I get those results back. I'll let y'all know. We'll do a little research on it. <laughs> Episode three in October. You heard it here first. <laughs> but we gotta talk about regardless of its legality, whether it is a hot one. Or if we need to, forget about it. I don't think either of us have formed an opinion on this yeah, one Yeah, we're going to be talking through this one. <laughs> so here's the fun part about it. The concept of the song is I'm getting on the last train home right now. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's allegory, right? It's, he's not literally getting on a train, I don't think. But he's saying, like, if you want to love me, you got to love me. We got to do it for real, right? Because I'm getting on this train. And either get on with me or get me to stop. They put but some, if you're not going to be serious about this, I'm getting on the train. I'm sorry. I got to go. They should have put some little choo-choos in there. Yeah. Here and there, left and right. <laughs> so I like the concept. I like the, you know, it's a fun, it's a fun way of putting things to saying like, lay it on the line. Do you love me? Because, yeah, whatever. But you know what it sounds a lot like to me? Give me your heart. Make it real. Or let's forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> this song is smooth by Santana without the Latino aspect. But here's another fun part about it. It sounds smoother than Smooth by Santana. <laughs> it's a full circle. <laughs> so. We'll just end the show here. <laughs> but because it ripped off Smooth by Santana, and it didn't, but it's not a new concept. And because it may have ripped off to Africa by Toto, I'm going to say forget about it. But no disrespect to John Mayer, because I still like it. It's, it's a high, forget about it. I just thought I was listening to Africa the whole time. <laughs> I'm going to lie. <laughs> oh, man. John Mayer. John Mayer. What a guy. Uh, there's some things I liked about it. I like, uh, it kind of felt like there was like a sense of urgency, as if this guy was actually about to hop on this train and just leave this woman. And I do kind of like the incorporation of the female vocals at the end to kind of bring the story full circle. But in the context of a song, yeah, it is, it's kind of on par with smooth in a sense that it's a smooth kind of catchy song about the same thing, uh, except for the fact that this seems just sort of like a uh, deep cut middle of the road John Mayer song. And I just know that I've heard so many that would better about the same topic. So in that sense, it's not John Mayer's best performance, and he could have potentially just, you know, ripped off Africa. So forget <laughs> about it. All right. Oh, but I'm, 
tempted to change my mind here because I'm just thinking more about the sound of that synth. Because I think nowadays, in, in like the recent couple of years, especially maybe with the pandemic and everything, we've really enjoyed our nostalgia trips, our retro stuff. I don't know. For, for me personally, I've lately, in the last year or two, gotten into, I guess what you can call like retro pop kind of stuff, almost jazzy uh, you know, like Lake Street Dive, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats kind of stuff. Um, and I think that that taps into some sort of nostalgia thing we've got going on. And that synth does the same thing. And the more I think about it, I'm like, would I rather listen to Smooth by Santana or Last Train Home by John Mayer? Ah, that's a tough one. It is pretty hard. Because it, it I, I really, like, it felt good listening to that song. You know, Smooth might make me want to dance a little bit here and there. But if it comes on in the background, it's going to catch my attention. Last Train Home comes on in the background, and I'm just, just there. I feel nice. But it's not yeah. just there. Like, it's it's good. I, I, he's evoking something there. <sighs> but if I disagree, what are we going to do? Argue until you either no, come over here, and I go over I'm there, and we're like, in we're right here in the, you know. Um, we're arguing if this is a 4.9 or a 5.1, pretty much yeah. right now. I'm switching. It's a hot one. That's what my heart says. <laughs> what are we going to do, Jordan? All right. Let me uh, circle back. All right. I think, I think I was slightly wrong in the sense that I compared it to the other John Mayer songs. I need to be comparing it to Smooth by Santana. Uh, damn. <laughs> you going to drag me back over to your side or you gonna you going to come on over? I kind of like the subtleness of this song where, yeah, whenever you hear Smooth by Santana, you're like, whoa. Yeah, it comes Smooth right by Santana that. just came on. <laughs> Whereas with this, I kind of, I do kind of appreciate the subtle, the, the smoothness of it. It's, it's not it's too smooth. much. I think it is a little smoother. And like I said, we're kind of just arguing if this is a 4.9 or a 5.1. So I, I can give on this one. I'll give it a hot yeah, one. Peacemaker? Yeah. It's a hot one. There one. you have it. Wow. That was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. I was expecting... I'm a... sure this will hit the pop radio stations and we will hate this song by the way. Yeah, you should bring it back on a year from now for somebody else. <laughs> oh, give this away. No, oh, I don't hear it. <laughs> rip off again. You heard about the lawsuit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one more song left. It is a hit. We begin it. Hope we're going out with a bang here. Well, I guess we'll have to see what you say about this one because we begin... And then each episode with a hit song, something that the people know, you know, something that was, uh, you know, well known. This one, I think, won't have any issues with you guys, just based on uh, past comments throughout the episode. This is a 1970 hard rock song, and this is Immigrant Song by Led <laughs>
All right, that was song number eight, the last song of the episode. That was Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. The song comes from Led Zeppelin's album, Led Zeppelin III, and it's considered by many as one of their best songs. The song has been featured in numerous films, including Girl of the Dragon Tattoo, School of Rock, Rock, baby, (laughs) and, and the trailer for Thor Ragnarok. The song was written during Led Zeppelin's 1970 tour of Iceland. Lee and Jordan, Jordan Lee, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Yes. The hammer of the gods, Lee, <laughs> will drive our ships to new lands. I'm just going to let Jordan take it away. Oh, my God. This is completely biased. Led Zeppelin, my favorite band. My favorite band of all time. I absolutely love them. This is the definition of sort of what I was saying earlier. It is Jimmy Page and um, John Bonham on the exact same page playing just insane licks, insane beats that sh- – should not be able to match with anything, but yet here they are. Oh my goodness! And then you have Robert Plant's screaming vocals that would only work with Robert Plant. Like if you put anybody else on this, it just it just does not work. It is perfect. It is a masterpiece. It is a ten out of ten. It is a hot one. And it's a hot one. Wow. Yeah, it's a hot one. Like I said, this is Jordan's Jordan's time to shine, and I can't add anything beyond that. Nice, nice. All right, I guess that was the shortest one was the hottest of hot ones there. <laughs> the least well, to discuss. This is, this is what I was saying earlier. We're like uh, trampled underfoot. Fantastic groove, fantastic beat, but it overstays its welcome. This song is short, packs its punch in and out. Love it. <laughs> All right, so we'll end things with a hot one. You ready to go over the answers from today? We start off with song number one. That was Drops of Jupiter, Tell Me. Remember, that, was, that feels like a year ago, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was a forget about it. 1985 by Wings. That was song number two, and I believe that was a hot one. It was. Then we had Unstoppable by the Planet Smashers. That was also a hot one. Song number four was We Like It by Computer Games. That was a forget about it. As was song number five, Craigslist Craigslist Bed by Tiny Stills. That was a forget about it as well. Song number six was requested by Stephanie Clavin. That was The Love Club by Lord. And I believe that was a hot one. Am I correct about that? Yes. Yes, yes. Good. <laughs> Just making sure. Song number seven was Last Train Home by John Mayer. There are some difficulties, Compromise. but I think you guys uh, figured out it was a hot one, correct? Indeed. And then song number eight, the hardest hot ones probably ever on the show, according to my guest. It was Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. And yeah. Hard, I remember we did that uh, 100 song for the 100 song. Oh. And we just dumped on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100 Years by Five for Fighting. <laughs> five for Fighting. Dennis Music, but not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those are the answers for today's episode. I got some questions I'd like to ask you guys before we wrap this episode up. So I ask this to every guest on the show, and it is, what type of music are you currently listening to? What is on your current rotation? I don't even know, honestly. Good question. Good. We... I don't think I've ever gotten that answer. <laughs> uh, I haven't gotten into much new stuff lately, so it's a lot. Like I'm, I'm kind of in a phase of like just kind of listening to everything I got, except uh, I'm recently discovering how cool Mongolian music is. <laughs> I have no idea what they're singing about. I have no idea. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't speak their language, but their songs are cool, man. And they have like a little violin thing going in, and then it's. Uh, you gotta listen to it yourself. Um, the most, the, the the best I've found so far is uh, it's. it's um, <laughs> I don't 
don't know why I'm even bothering trying to say it out loud into the podcast. Hoon Hoor Tu. H-U-U-N dash H-U-U-R dash T-U. <laughs> They're great. They do this violin thing, and then in comes the throat singing, and it's awesome. And I don't know why I like it so much. But if you're asking what I'm listening to lately, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I have to... That, that and uh, 1985 now, because I like that song a lot, and I saved it on my Spotify hey, while we're doing it. Hey, the show did its purpose then. It oh, it new did. Music. It did indeed. Look at that. Fruits of our labor. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I'm just kind of flipping through what I, apparently what I've been listening to lately. It's really kind of all over the place. Uh, Toxicity by System of a Down. I'm just kind of like tapping back into old albums that I, I knew I liked. Uh, the Wall by Pink Floyd, Toys in the Attic, Aerosmith. Just kind of, you know, just going back, rediscovering stuff I haven't really listened to in a while and just finding the good old bangers. There's one, there's one album I totally, I started listening to it as a meme. <laughs> and they're oh, really yeah. liking it. It is Enter the Wu Tang by Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> In particular, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to F with. <laughs> I started listening to it as a meme, and then I started unironically that's how it listening starts, to man. it every day. That's how it starts. <laughs> so that's Same thing that happened with Through the Fire and Flame. <laughs> yep. I guess you guys kind of already answered this question. The second question is any song or artist recommendations for the audience out there? Anything? I feel like, like Hoon Hoor Tu. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess you are answering. H-U-U-N dash T-U-U-N. No, wait, I got it wrong. H-U-U-N dash H-U-U-R dash T-U. You're not going to understand a word of it, and it's great. My favorite song, I think it roughly translates to I Have 60 Horses. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Oh, God. <laughs> You know what? American music isn't that different, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a country song. Toby Keith would love it. <laughs> Luke Bryan would pretend to love it. Thanks for not making us listen to any of that, by the way. <laughs> of course. All right, final question. Anyone outside of the realm of music you want to give a shout out to? Shout out Chandler. Happy birthday. Yeah, Chandler Robinson. Happy birthday as of the day this was recorded, but probably not when it was posted. It's probably going to be still. like three weeks later. Yeah. Don't you dare forget your roots. Purple and gold, baby. <laughs> if I ever see you in that red, I'll have some problems. But give Ugga a nice head pat for us. Yeah, he is kind of cute. Remember, remember when the Texas bull tried to kill Ugga? <laughs> I think that they posted a picture after that the guy was like, don't worry, they, he apologized. <laughs> Let me bring this bull <laughs> to this football game what could go wrong well all right thank you guys so much for joining you have any final comments anything you want to just put out there shout out to our beautiful fiancés yes we like them we like them they all right they ain't too bad <laughs> yeah well thank you jordan lee for joining and thank you all for listening and thank you andrew ferguson for making the theme song it's a very lovely shout out to ferg time out ferg's band is playing at my wedding shout out to the that guy are they really yeah let's go shout out to ferg you know, check them out the band is The Late Nights. Go check them out with Sorry We're Late. They are fantastic. Indeed. Check them out. And uh, Andrew's solo song, Constellations, which you can find on Spotify. All right. If you have any song requests, please send them my way to manitahotline at outlook.com. Uh, don't be like Jordan and put the Prince of Nigeria wants to. <laughs> Needs your help. <laughs> it went straight to spam and I didn't even know I got it. Make sure you put your hot ones and forget about it in the email as well. I hope to see you all here next Friday as we continue our journey through the wonderful world of music. As to answer the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Jordan Lee, thank you once again. I like to end this episode like I like to end every episode by reading my new favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. 
But since there's two of you, I have two comments. Yes. Oh, yes. The first one comes from Terry Lynn Reed, who says, this is the, the I'm not, this is word for word. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Santana. You aren't my enemy either. Your music has always inspired me. So, Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, she had to tell Mr. Santana, you are not my enemy. I have no, <laughs> no plans to come you're after you. You're not my enemy either. Like... <laughs> That was the first call. The second one comes from Ace Farkness One, who says, I heard this before, but I don't know where. Just want to <laughs> You heard it everywhere. That's kind of the point. <laughs> just want to tell the world, hey guys, I heard this before. Don't know where. Just let you know. <laughs> Alright, well thank you, Jordan Lee, once again. And thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart. Make it real, or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, and I'll see you all next time. Bye.